Welcome everyone to Teletran Fun, where we're watching every episode of Transformers ever. This is the part B to episode three, where we do our reviews. Uh, this is going to be for G1, season one, episodes Divide and Conquer, Fire in the Sky, and SOS Dinobots. I am one of your hosts, Christopher Long from Long's Toys. I'm joined, of course, by my good buddy, Rye, a.k.a. Collector Shuki. How's it going there? Hi. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, it's a short week this week, and I'm happy because we get it yeah. sooner. I really need it to go by quickly. Yeah. Um, so as I mentioned, uh, we'll be doing our reviews for those three episodes. Uh, we've already done and put out there uh, episode three, part A, which is our commentary on those three episodes, so be sure to check that out. Uh, but before we get to the review, we'll start with the pickups. So what Transformer stuff did you get this week? Uh, did I get anything this week? I don't. <laughs> I don't remember if I had Netflix Ultra Magnus last time we recorded. I think I did. Think so? Yeah, I think I did because I think we went on a spiel about it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I haven't gotten anything official uh since then because there really isn't anything out that I need, and I haven't been to a store since then. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. I went to Target one time, but they didn't have anything. Um, but I did get a couple uh, third-party things because right. some of them are doing Beast Wars stuff, and I need Beast Wars stuff. Uh, so I got the uh, I transform element. I think did a uh, Black Arachnia and Rat Trap in legend scale and so i grabbed those and then i think toy world did the transmetal megatron uh so i got that one as well um they're good the black arachne and rat trap are better than the megatron in my opinion which is a little sad because i was most excited for, me <laughs> for yeah. megatron uh but the they did this thing like there's die cast on it which is fine like, I don't mind some die-cast, but they used die-cast on the ball joints for the uh, shoulders. And the the connector, like the the, the pit, socket, socket's the word I'm looking for. Uh, <laughs> the pit. The, the, pit. Uh, the, the socket is just normalized plastic. And so I don't know if the... Like the diecast of the ball joint is just making the the socket larger over time because yeah, like once you start to move it a little bit, it just became a very floppy mess, uh, which is a shame because it looks great. Uh, it's fairly accurate. It transforms perfectly fine as you would expect Transmetal Megatron to transform. It does the the jet mode. The turbines have uh, a ball joint, so those can move around. A lot better than the original toy, and it's a scale that I really enjoy. So, like, I was really excited for it. It's just a shame that the the shoulders kind of suck, and I don't really know how to fix that besides just continuously applying polish. Like, I put some clear nail polish on it, and it worked for a little bit, but then it just kind of scraped away, and it it doesn't adhere to like the metal as well as it would plastic. Yeah, and so it just kind of didn't really work so i don't really know how to fix that maybe a little bit of uh maybe some sort of glue might adhere a little bit better or anti-gravity yeah 
maybe some maybe some tack. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's a shame because I think that's a neat idea of just doing everybody in like a legend scale because I love little legend figures, but yeah. I think they need to make them simpler when they do that. Like, why do we need diecast metal? Yeah, you know like I mean? the diecast pieces are the feet, the elbow joint, and the ball joints for the shoulders, which are weird. Like, I think those are the only pieces that are I mean, other than the the hip joint is diecast, sort of. Like the the hip part is, but the the thigh connector isn't. But it's a a pin, so it's not a ball joint. So those are fine. But mm. yeah, it's weird. It didn't need diecast, to be honest. Um, I just feel like if I like the idea of legend class toys, but if they just made them without the diecast metal, maybe they could offer them cheaper. Because like if they were. Know twenty to twenty five a piece. I would be a lot more interested than like fifty a piece, which is crazy. Yeah, the Rat Trap and Black Rackney, I think, were forty on TF Source. Uh, which that's is, not terrible. But... It, it's not terrible. Um, it's not great either. Yeah. But like I said, Rat Trap and Black Rackney, I think, are a lot better than the the Megatron is. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to see what else they do next because Rat Trap just came out, so it'll probably be a hot minute before whatever comes next but uh they're really good um rat trap was a little bit less exciting because of the generations figure but this one uh is honestly better painted because of how expensive it is yeah uh so the toy is the generations one oh no not at all it, it transforms okay. completely different uh, and then Black Arachne, obviously, the, besides the masterpiece that just came out, she hasn't really had a good toy period. Mm. Um, her spider mode, as you would expect, is not <laughs> not that great. Because <laughs> uh, even Masterpiece can't even really do that all that well. Um, there are a couple pieces that come with it to like attach to her legs, in spite not her, her spider legs, but her robot legs in spider mode to try to make the thorax insect pieces abdomen uh her ass pieces uh more like covered so you don't see the legs but i just put them in a bag because they were kind of obnoxious so (laughs) but they're there uh but yeah no she's good she was the first one rat trap is the second one um they're solid if you can stomach the price i'd recommend them uh megatron unfortunately i would say try to get if you want it try to get it on a sale just because the the shoulders are really really a bummer, but um, other than those, like TF Source, I think was spend. I think it was you got free shipping at one fifty or something, and so like I, a little ridiculous. Yeah, I ordered these all at one time, and I was like fifteen dollars away. I'm like, well, at that point, I'm just gonna buy something. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I, gotta, I was pre-ordering something recently as Entertainment Earth or something. It's like, wait, if you add 80 more dollars, you'll get free shipping. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just add 80 more dollars real quick. Like, it's not like, wait, add 15, 20 dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> Spend 80 like, more yeah, okay. for free shipping. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, or like, I can just pay the $6 for shipping or whatever you're charging me. Like The way this deal. worked out, it was like, spend like $15 for free shipping or pay $12 for shipping. I'm like, well, I'll just get something else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If it's that close, because I remember there was a time when I was on Amazon 
it was the kind of the same thing where the pantry like makes you pay like seven dollars for shipping or whatever it is unless you spend a certain amount i was trying to buy soda and i'm like well for seven dollars i can just add two more cases of soda like it's almost the exact same price. So yeah, it's well. not going to go bad. So. Yeah, I'll just I'll just add two more twelve packs of Coke that'll you know I'll, I'll drink anyway, and then you know, if I'm going to pay the exact same amount of money, why wouldn't I get two more cases of soda or pay them ship? <laughs> um, but I, I ended up getting I forgot this company too. I don't really care. Um, but it was it's G two Sideswipe, just like a legend scale. G2 Sideswipe. Um, I've never told the story here because we just started the show. But uh, when I was a kid, I started Transformers with Generation 2 toys. And the, the I mean, the one that I have the fondest memories of is G2 Bumblebee because I carried that everywhere and that's why I love Bumblebee so much. But other than Bumblebee, the figure that I remember the most is G2 Sideswipe because Sideswipe was so easy to transform. Mm-hmm. Uh because a, a couple of the other G2 toys weren't, I mean, I don't think any of them were hard to transform. But they didn't, they either didn't look as good uh, of a robot or they were a little bit more complicated or floppy or whatever it was. I don't know, I was a stupid kid. And <laughs> and so, like, I have a lot See, of fun I can't figure this out, <laughs> uh, So I have a lot of fun memories of G2 Sideswipe. And so, like, I, I try to get all of the releases that are g2 side swipes like i got the siege one and the masterpiece and the siege one's good uh, shit like that i love the siege one i still have the siege one on my desk so now he's got a son uh how <laughs> <laughs> much was that uh it, i don't know what price it was normally but it was i think on sale for like 25 or something it's older that's not bad so i was like well that's like half of what the shipping is gonna be so perfect <laughs> that's not bad so he's currently my little desk toy right now because he doesn't really have anywhere to go. So he's I've here. Got nowhere else to go. I might take him to work whenever that becomes a thing that exists, but currently that isn't looking promising. So now he's my at-home work desk buddy. That's fair. <laughs> I'm looking at TF Source right now. This rat trap is $55. Yikes. Ugh. It, why, why did it go up? Because, like you said, there was some kind of sale or something when you bought it. I didn't think so. No, that's weird. Nope. Trans Art TA Skateboard Gorilla. Definitely his name. What? Skateboard Gorilla. It's it's Trans Metal Optimus Primal. <laughs> which, which company is that? Trans Art. That is. Strange. Looks really good. I don't know how big it is. Oh, it says eight inches. So I guess it's a normal. Uh, it's probably a little bigger than the original. Oof, yeah. I don't oh, know why Retro went up. That's an oof. I, I honestly, I don't usually mess with third party just because they're always so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could just get a normal one from Hasbro for far cheaper. Why wouldn't I just do that? Oh, for sure. Like, the the only reason I got, like, these ones were because of Beast Wars. And, like, the only other options I have right now are Masterpiece. And those are a big oof. Uh, <laughs> and I just, yeah. I, I fucking adore Legend Scale. So, like, I bit the bull on those. But I don't go after anything else. 
I uh getting harder and harder to substantiate the masterpiece. I don't want to stop buying them, but I also haven't opened like the last 10 that I bought. So it's like, why do I keep buying these? So what's the point? I, like so I buy them because if I change my mind later, they'll be more expensive. And it's like, I yeah, that's but true. Still. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I like this Transmetal Optimus, but like, it's not that much different than the original Transmetal Optimus. I think it's just a little upscaled. So it's like, I'll just skip the original Optimus. <laughs> Though I guess in a, a, a good condition, Transmetal Optimus probably is about $30 in some places. So. Oh man, I bought mine at Ames for $20 back in the day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sweet. I should still have mine somewhere. I got so many totes in my closet at home. I know right where mine is, but the last time I touched my Transmetal 2 Megatron, his arm joint broke. <laughs> nice. I was like, you're going to go right back where you are sitting <laughs> there. It still transforms, but it's like, so you know how there's two robot hands like tuck under, and then they, they flip out to the side and form like a wall? Yeah. That's what the shoulder joint's connected to. That piece, that wall piece, like, cracked. So, like, it's still... Does what it needs to do, but I was like, Ooh, let's put you back. Right yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're right here. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> Did you get anything else? Um, nope. As far as I remember, that was it because I got that last weekend and I haven't been anywhere. Since There's then. not a ton out right now. Like, I still want the uh, Cyberverse. One step change like world because that's the only yeah, thing yeah. for him right now. Um, but there's not really anything else like Cyberverse around. I'm pretty caught up on Earthrise and everything. New Earthrise stuff doesn't really happen till like probably late July or August. Like Hasbro, I think, has August 1st for a couple things. So I don't know when that's going to happen. But uh, um, I did find Hotlink and Scrap Metal. You decide that's what his name is. Head, I think. Graphead. It's the worst name ever. It's it's Reflector. I mean. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Reflector Patriot. <laughs> um. In any case, and then at Walmart, I actually had them. It was funny. I I was looking on the pegs. Um. I think I found Scraphead, and I was like, okay. Uh, they had. No, they had found. Who else is in that? Did they? Maybe they had Sideswipe too. Like, oh no, 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 they had a Chromia. Chromia has like slightly different. I saw the Chromia, and I saw the Scraphead, and I saw the Hound, and I was like, well, I definitely don't want Chrome or Hound. Like, I'll get this this Scraphead. That's cool. Like, the colors look neat, and it's the only one they had. He must be short packed. So I was like, all right, fine. And then I just happened to like look down into the right, and I'm like, oh, I almost missed this, and I found a hot link, and I'm like, perfect, that's good. <laughs> now let's go. Yeah, I, I still want to grab Mirage. I still want to grab Scrap, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I don't know if I care about like I already have two of that, and if I buy that again, I really, really, really want it to be. Yeah, like uh, I've only but... got it once, and I feel like I can repurpose it as a different character. So I'm just gonna. Yeah. And that's the thing. If I didn't already have the translucent blue one, which I think is stupid, if they would have done that as translucent clear plastic, I would have got what they were going for. Yeah. They just made them like a Jolly Rancher, and I don't 
why they did that. But, um, I really, really want them to do that as Slapdash. I feel like it would be really easy to do as a Transformer Selects right, or a Generation Selects, but I feel like we're getting further and further away from that, so it might not happen. It makes me sad. I feel like he even transforms like him. It would have been perfect to do it, but anyway. Um, one day, one day I'll get the rest of my Master Force characters. But I honestly think that's it. I was trying to think of other things. Like you said, went to the store once and that was at Walmart and that's all I found. And otherwise, there's not really much to like. I look around like Amazon and Hasbro Pulse and other places, but it's kind of that in between waves situation right now. So there's not a ton to yeah. even be looking for. But uh, when uh, August or whatever comes, you know, we're going to start getting into like next wave of Earthrise. And I don't know what's going on with Cyberverse. I guess those spark light up chest ones will eventually be happening at some point. Yeah, I mean, there's Iaconus and those those big electronic ones that you were talking about. I think that's it as far as stuff that we know existed. Yeah, I definitely want Iaconus. I might pick and choose one or two of the light-up chest guys, but I have to be honest, that's not... It's maybe the new characters. Like, that's about what I think I would get. There's, like, a new Autobot jet, and then there's the Wild West Decepticon guy. Yeah, yeah, So, then I, I know RC and... Wonder um, how will be happening in the fall. Amazon has RC for, I think... September and Thunderhow for November, which seems weird. Why they would dump out four at once, then dump out two more, and then really, really, really wait on the last two. It doesn't really make sense to me, but yeah, I don't know. That was weird. But yeah, it was. I just thought they would do four, wait a couple months, do the other four, and I don't know, and start doing more of them. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like there's not a ton for right now. We shall see. Uh, all right, I guess I'll jump right into news. Speaking of things to look for, uh, somebody found that Ultra Thunderhell. Remember the yeah, one we talked about? Yeah, it was like the next time? day. It was <laughs> funny. Like, we talked about it. I'm like, oh, look, he's got a little cape. And then like, the next day I saw the article, and I'm like, wait, didn't we just talk about this? And I'm like, oh, no, no someone found it already. Damn. Okay, so there you go. So I guess uh, U.S. retail, this says on the 21st, which was about a week ago. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, not not too much to discuss there. It looks like there's two of them because in the background there's another one on the shelf. Eric, he's got two, and I've got zero. What the hell is that about? Right. There is some uh, studio series stuff that might be happening in between. Oh, have yeah, to look. Yeah. They're, they're kind of smart about it, where they stagger their stuff. So it's like it's smart on them because I'm like, well, I want something new, Earthrise, but there's nothing. Oh, all right, I guess I'll buy Sentinel Prime. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> I got Sentinel Prime and uh, Scavenger a while ago, and they're actually both fairly. Like, I like Scavenger a lot. Uh, Sentinel Prime had a few issues, but for the most part, he was pretty good. But if they're smart, they'll pop out. I think what is it like? Swing and Jumper and somebody else, maybe. I have to go look, but anyway, it's off topic. Also, I don't know if we talked about this last time. I feel like we we were talking about like when the hell is Siege coming out, and then again, like the next day, we got a date for it, July thirtieth. 
about a month. Uh, Siege shall apparently finally have. I don't know why I got delayed. I'm assuming just usual suspects at this point. So yeah, I mean, we, last week we said it was delayed because they were trying to dub the foreign airings or subtitles. That's or right. That's what it was. I just blame everything on COVID at this point. It's usually a fair idea. Um, so there was a fan first Friday, last Friday, right before it, we got leaks of Generation Select's Exhaust Grease Pit. So Exhaust is obviously a redo of Wheeljack. See, that's what he is. So they're doing uh, a <laughs> Wheeljack, and it looks pretty good. I'll grab it. I'm not too familiar with the character. Was he in the comics, or where did he come from? Um... Uh, just continue, and I'll I'll look it up real quick. He's got a weird faction symbol too. That's not yeah. Autobot he's got the he's got the new mercenary uh faction symbol from the card game. Okay, it looks like a goatee. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the the grease pit though I think looks amazing because we were talking about how we wanted them to do. All four of the MicroMaster like mini bases. Obviously, Ironworks was the first. Um, I didn't know if they were going to do four new molds. It kind of makes sense that they wouldn't because they love to repaint stuff. But uh, they did slight remold of Ironworks into Grease Pit, and he's another of the four MicroMaster tiny bases, and it looks fantastic. I saw some. Yeah, more I love this little convenience store ID thing. It's great. Yeah. So if you're not familiar at all. Um, was like a little gas station back in the day and it flipped open into a base so what they did here is they took ironworks and they remolded them a little bit and instead of having a crane arm he has um like uh it's got like a um two gas pumps as like his fist and then he's got a sign on his arm and you, they showed how it transforms, and it it makes a little like convenience store with the sign up top, and then the gas pump in the front. It's really awesome. So, and the colors are just really bright and fun. Every time I look at the picture minimized, it makes me think it's Metal Hawk because <laughs> he's got the big yellow chest and the blue arms. And I'm like, that's not Metal Hawk, but it's so cool. I'm very excited for both of those. I don't know when. I was kind of hoping they were going to get announced on the fan first Friday, but then they didn't. So. I'm assuming they're just going to happen on Hasbro Pulse at some point. I'm sure they'll be Hasbro Pulse because they're Your selects, so. generation selects. So, but they look um, great. I'm very excited for both of them. So uh, I looked it up on the wiki. Uh, exhaust started out as a Diaclone variant of the toy that would become Wheeljack, featuring a retooled head and a different color scheme and endorsement decals from Marlboro Cigarettes, um, albeit misspelled Marbor, so as not to infringe on any trademarks. <laughs> Uh, for lack of an official name, the character was for many years known as Marl Bore Wheeljack until the Masterpiece toy was announced, finally bestowing the name Exhaust onto the character in the process, paying homage to his uh, smoky origins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he was a Diaclone toy, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. But we also saw an Earthrise dirge, albeit a one-armed dirge. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> one-armed dirge. I couldn't hold it together. Um, but I think we all kind of knew, because the packaging for Earthrise shows the cone heads on it, like in the anime, like not animation, the artwork. 
I think we all kind of knew was going to happen. So I think at this point we've seen Dirge and Thrust. Some uh, kind of... I, I believe so, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll, all three of them will probably get made. So I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm, also, I, I'm excited for those just because we it's been a hot minute since we've gotten Coneheads. So. Yeah. And uh, just a side note, the two-packet target of Thundercracker and Skywarp have the app set to alert me when it comes in stock. And I think it's just <laughs> trolling with me at this point because it it only ever happens at like four in the morning when I'm asleep. After the show last week on the streets, I literally said to Corey, this is about the time when, when the Target app will alert me that that two packs in stock. I went to sleep and literally an hour after I went to sleep, I, there was a notification that it was in stock. Twice now, I've had the phone in my hand, like looking at Twitter or something, and the little notification pops up. I click on it. I hit add to cart. I go to cart, and it says, sorry, it's gone. Yeah, and like it's not just you. Like all the Transformers people I follow on Twitter, like just continuously complain about this happening. (laughs) I honestly don't think they even have it. I think it's a glitch or something. I mean, I guess it's possible, but it's, I mean, are they putting up like five at a time? Because what's the point? know what i mean like it doesn't make yeah. any sense they're it's like oh we got get... another case and let's put up six right right like either wait till you have a decent amount hoard them and then put it up or it's a glitch and they're not really like it's just popping in because there was a time a couple days ago where it said it was there i noticed it like 10 minutes late i'm like well that's gone but i checked anyway and it was gone and five minutes later it popped up again i hit add to cart and it was didn't let me buy it because it was gone and I checked, it went up again, like 20 minutes later, I checked and it still said I could add it to cart. So I did. And it said, add to cart. And then when I hit on cart, it was like item no longer available. And it did that like three times in a row. It kept letting me add it, but then it didn't actually have it. So I was like, what are you doing? Like, I don't think you know what's going on here. <laughs> so it's possessed. And I'm sure I'll find one eventually. I'm not super worried about it because it's basically just upscales. Well, it's repaint of a toy that already exists, and it's an upscale of a toy that already exists. So I feel like, and I don't know, maybe they will be crazy sought after, but I really just think nobody is getting these things because otherwise I'd be seeing reviews of them everywhere. Like the only reviews I'm seeing are like Asia and and Australia and people who always get stuff early. So I think Target's just crazy messing with all of us. But I find it stupid at this point. Like I have to laugh at it because I'm just like, what? what are you guys doing? your stuff out all right um, 20 times the charm right uh okay at this point we'll get into the fan first friday stuff so the first thing they showed off they said that uh you guys have asked for it and you're gonna get it it's this um accessory pack and i'm like okay cool an accessory pack look i'm down for that and they're like and we're including the centurion or something and i'm like centurions where the hell did you guys what <laughs> you get the you get the uh License for Centurions back in the 80s. But um, it's the Centurion, just an all gray, steely repaint of Brunt. They're acting like we don't know it's Brunt. They're like, look, guys, he's got a tank mode and he, he's got a turret. And look, I can do this and take him apart. And I'm like, he's a weaponizer. He's Brunt. I know what he can do. I have this toy twice already. <laughs> I mean, I like Brunt. I thought they, he was even better as the Power Dasher. I thought they, they did a great job. I, that's like my favorite of all three of the Power Dashers, the one made out of Brunt with the drill head. He looks great. I forget what his name is. But, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with the toy. Don't pretend like, like you, you, so it's a, it's a very bland repaint. It's all silver. 
Like you couldn't do anything. What what pisses me off the most is I saw someone did a digibash of it as Tankor, as like a tank drone. Yeah, yeah. And it looked great. That's the thing. I really feel like it lends itself to Tankor because it's even got the same kind of like claw hands and and yeah. shit like that. So made total sense to me like if you would have done that i would have been even though we got a tanker not long ago i would have been fine with it or even if you just get up your own color scheme i don't even care just do something just be like or, or color it like um you know how like but when they would t- show like old-timey cybertron they have all those omega supremes that were just painted like blue and gray they called them mm-hmm. like the centuries or whatever yeah. Even if you just coded it like that, just something besides all silver. I mean, the yeah. face with the red eye kind of looks like a Terminator, which is kind of neat. I'm thinking, like, maybe that'll be my headcanon because they're doing a, a Terminator Transformer co- uh, comic crossover right now, IDWS. I'm like, all right, maybe he'll be like a like a T-1000 or something that came back or a T-800 or something like that. But uh, the weapons pack looks great. You get, like, roller, first of all, if you guys know me at all i've been being the cause of a roller, roller. i would have liked him to be a micromaster but it's still a roller is better than nothing for the trailer so we're getting a roller we're getting like i think sideswipes jetpack energon cubes a couple other various weapons you're getting a to scale shrunk down uh sound wave and cassette mode which is a lot of fun also getting a shrunk down reflector and camera mode for like one of your other guys to hold so that kind of stuff i thought was really fun i really like everything in the weapon pack um and the the cost for the whole thing is 30 bucks so i feel like the weapon pack's worth 10 and then you're getting a 20 dollar toy with the centurion i feel like the price is there like i think it's fair even if you want to call it 15 15 if it makes you feel better <laughs> that you're only getting yeah 15 for the centurion but uh I'm not super upset, but I just feel like anything else you wanted to repaint, I think I would have been more excited about than this Centurion. I don't hate it, but it just... I, I also so feel like they could have just sold the accessory pack. So true. <laughs> so true. Like I don't, I don't think you needed to bundle it with a figure to sell it. But... but yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe to to sound wave or something or shockwave i mean and have him be one of his drones or i don't know something it just seems a little like again i don't hate it but it's just mostly buying for the accessory bag 100 yeah no same um, announced what i'm calling sleepy time prime uh they call it what do they call it alternate universe alternate prime? Universe Optimus prime know what that means they why. even showed the scene from the movie where he dies the, the, the like, alternate look, universe is the afterlife yes yeah maybe alternate universe is zombie prime or something <laughs> but literally they're like let's show this iconic scene from the 86 movie and i'm like oh sleepy time prime is about to be announced and then he literally dies and turns gray and then they're like and here's his carcass and it comes in this cool box and i'm just like <laughs> What do you guys do? Like, whatever. If someone wants it, be be my guest by all means. But really strange call. So it's just a gray and black version of Earthrise Prime with the trailer. He's got like a cracked face mask. I like how he looked in uh, Dark Awakening. Is that what that episode's called in season three? Um, mm-hmm. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's a weird weird call i don't think i care about it at all it'll be one of those things where if it's like half price on sale someday maybe but even then i'm just like price prime is great 
Oh, there's another Prime Blaster in that accessory pack as well. Yeah. It really looks like his... Because like the one that Earthrise comes with is not bad. It's meant to like fold in half so he can have it in his back like for vehicle mode, which I appreciate, but at the same time, it looks weird. So giving him a really proper one, I think, is a good call. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just sleep, sleepy Time Prime. Alternate Universe, I don't... None of it makes sense to me. Not a one. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> Um, then they threw us for a loop, introduced two things that I, this is where I expected two generation selects I just mentioned, the exhaust and the ice pit. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is where they're going to come. They have, and I'm not super familiar with this, Tiger Track? Is Tiger Track of- is uh, e-hobby, I think. Let me double check that. It's an all yellow repaint of Sideswipe. Don't it's you know like Sunstreaker and Sideswipe fused into one person basically. This is this is what would happen if they weren't split into two people. I guess uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a e hobby exclusive colored uh, based on the Diaclone version of the mold. Okay, so it's another Diaclone one. I mean, honestly, it looks really sharp. Mm-hmm. Yellow works for that mold with the black and the white. Like, yeah, the, oh. the black accents on the car mode. Uh, for this yeah. one, looks really, really hot because, like, the original, like yeah, the original toy, like the, the e hobby one of the G1 figure, like, had these very, very tiny, like, one little black stripe on like the door, and that okay. was it. And the masterpiece did the same thing because it was trying to be faithful to the original toy, but this one's got like this big hunk stripe, yeah, on it the reminds side. me of. Do you remember, like, I know you're probably not real big on G.I. Joe, but remember when they did, like, a line of, like, Tiger Strike re- tiger Stripe repaints for G.I. Joe? Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that, yeah. They did, like, one of the land vehicles and, I think, like, one of the jets. And this is just what it makes me think of. But, like I said, it looks really sharp. It was one of those things where I'm sitting there and I'm like, I already own this mold three times. All right, yeah, I'll own it a fourth. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sideswipe looks great. Red alert just makes sense. You know, I, that's a, another character that used that mold, so I don't begrudge right. that. And G2 Sideswipe was just too good to say no to. Plus it came with that um, Squawk Box repaint, which I thought was hilarious. Not, was it Squawk Box? No, Earth. Great, uh, slime Dance. Slime Dance, thank you. Thank you. Um, which I thought was perfect. That was just ingenious use of that mold right. again. And um, yeah, so I just saw this and I was like, yeah, I got to do it. Yeah, I, I bit the bullet too. I, I like him. <laughs> then we get a Roto Storm, which is apparently a Turbo Master, which they only really came out in Europe um, because it was like at the very end of the. Was it the end of G2? Is that uh, yeah, it was? was? It was the tail end. No, it was the tail end of G1. I, remember now. I feel like it was G1 yeah. because it was after Action Masters, right? Um, it was 1992. Was what one? one right? When did there? You still there? You got got real quiet. I don't know. Am I am I, am I here? I think I'm here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was the tail end of Generation One. Okay, I was like, wait, because like the colors seem like it's G two, so that confused me. But I'm like, no, no. The all the European tail end G one stuff was all. Very G two colored. 
<laughs> well, it, was, it was embracing the 90s early. It's right. like, this day glow is here to stay. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what they did was they took... I'm completely blanking on his name. Spinister, right. Um, they just repainted him as this Roto Storm. I mean, I guess it makes sense because, like, what else are you going to do with this mold? It's very specific to Spinister, which I love it for because they did a great job. And, you know, Stepticon Junior Target Masters was something I didn't really expect, but I love it. So, uh, you know, this is just like a goofy, fun one. If you really don't care at all, easy pass. I went for it just because I figured it's fun and what do I care? Um, colors were just fun and, and I, I expected to get a repaint of this. I just didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah, uh, I, I think the colors are really fun. I, I dig the colors a lot. Um, and the spinster mold was fantastic. So, yeah, exactly. uh, and like you said, there really isn't a whole lot of options for repaint potential. So I'm going to jump on this one while it exists. Agreed. Uh, but no, uh, also, what I just said, it looks good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're like Charlie Brown's teacher, you're like, rawr, 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 rawr. Oh. um, also, they announced G1 Blaster reissue. Apparently, there was some vote I didn't realize was happening, yeah, and was uh, exactly a year ago was awesome. it really? Wow, a hot minute so <laughs> since this uh, this vote. It's kind of funny. The G1 reissues at Walmart is something that like goes in and out of my radar. Like when they first happened and it was like Devastator and Starscream and Hot Rod, I was like really excited. Then I barely found Starscream and I never found Devastator. So I was bummed and then I kind of forgot about it. And then the next one was like Prime and he was way overpriced. I was like, all right, whatever, I'm done. And then completely forgot about it. And then like other ones started to like out like the cassettes and Soundwave, and I go, oh shit, I want to get these. And then Astro Train, I was like, eh, I have G1 Astro Train, and this, you know, it's not much different. Like I'm really only trying to get ones I never had. Um, I I do have a blaster, but I bought him for like a dollar at a yard sale, and his chest won't open, and he definitely doesn't have his gun. I think one of his antennas are broken off on his head. Yeah, so. my my G1 was. I think it was bought secondhand, and I think similar to yours, the the chest will open, but like you have to pry it open. Uh, and the like, lock is broken or something. I could not figure out why mine wouldn't open. So what I did was I I opened it up, I unscrewed the the chest, and the there's a piece of plastic that goes up and down to keep it closed or or open. I just took that out because the buttons were not moving it anymore. So I just took that piece out and closed it all back up. And then I can just open it and close it just by moving it back and forth with my finger. I'm like, that'll do. I'm like, it was a dollar. I bought it at a yard sale for a dollar. I feel like I definitely got my dollar's worth over the years. And I'm uh, happy enough to buy this reissue, especially if it means they're going to reissue the cassettes as well. I don't think he does. Like, Soundwave, it's weird, but he's cheaper than Soundwave, so I have to assume he doesn't come with anything. By like a significant, like half. He's half as cheap as Soundwave, which is yeah. crazy because he's bigger. But I think he's got no diecast. That's why. Because Soundwave, like you said, came with a cassette and had diecast, and I'm pretty sure Blaster does not have any diecast because they kind of. Correct. After like Wave One was all diaclone, so it had diecast, and then when they started making their own stuff. Get away from the diecast to make it cheaper. So, um, but I would imagine they'll start doing what they did with the 
Decepticon cassettes and just start reissuing the two packs. So if they give us an eject and rewind and uh, Amhorn and Steel Jaw, I'm down. I'll be getting those. I think I have. I think I had them all as a kid. For whatever reason, I don't know why. Eject and, and Rewind's heads would always break off. You had to like push them down and then push their shoulders together to keep it down. It never worked. So like the heads would always break off. So I think then my mom threw them out. So I have Ramhorn and Steeljaw, but I don't have their accessories. Um, I I need Rewind. So honestly, I'm just gonna buy them all just for the plastic accessories. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I'm happy to to get them. And I think the last thing they announced was the uh, new Red series, which is, I wrote this down, Robot Enhanced Design. So basically, they're non-transforming transforms. They're uh, adding to their pantheon of Black Series, Lightning Collection, uh, Classified, um, Marvel Legends, you know, all these six-inch figures. Yeah, Plasma Series. All the, all the various lines that they make toys for in the six-inch scale, and so now they're adding Transformers to that. I'm kind of surprised it took them this long, honestly. Uh, but the first three revealed Optimus, Megatron, and Soundwave, all from G1. Uh, thanks to Josh, a.k.a. Living Ranger Key on Twitter. We know Bumblebee exists. We know Transformers Prime RC, which is a weird pull, but all right. and um, Cheetor, Beast Wars Cheetor, which I think is going to be really cool. So I tried to pre-order these. See, Hasbro did this thing where they kept saying, don't worry, we're going to put up links. Like, there'll be a dedicated link on all of our fan pages. So I'm like, okay, great. And when their tweet goes out or their Facebook post goes out, it goes, go to Walmart and buy them. There's a link you promised me. It just says, go to Walmart. I'm like, this doesn't help. But by the time anyone found them, uh, Megatron and Soundwave were long gone. I got Prime just to get one of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Way to go, Hasbro! That was that was buffed." So, um, yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. I mean, I don't think they'll be impossible. I'm sure they'll just show up in stores eventually. But it's just one of those things that was like, "Promised me a link, then you didn't post a link." Luckily, people were just like responding in the comments, like, "I found it myself. Here it is." And people were just going from there. <laughs> That's how I got Blaster. But I think that's everything. Um, but we saw they sh- uh I don't know where this showed up, but season two, season two, listen to me, Cave two of Earthrise showed up in package um, for um, the deluxes. So that's Smokescreen, RC, Airwave, and what is this guy officially called? Antison Alicon? Yeah. Alligator. Looks like Korean because there's Korean writing on it, so somewhere in yeah, Asia. It's probably one of the, like, the South Korean factories or something. Yeah. Either way, very cool. I'm excited. Um, that's stuff that I. That's the stuff I said should be showing up probably. Um. What am I saying here? September. So. Yeah. Shouldn't be. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead again. Just no. I'm good. <laughs> um yeah so that's it for news but definitely some exciting stuff there was also was it 
for I think there was a, there was a GI Joe fan first Friday, but that was its own. I was like, didn't I pre-order more stuff? But I can't remember. It's like, oh yeah, it was GI Joe stuff. Didn't I? Was a busy... Yeah, that was a busy Friday because like work was trying to ask me to do stuff, and I'm like, not now, work. I got more important things to worry about. Yeah, it was like eleven o'clock was Transformers, and then there was that whole like fury of and cyclone wind storm of trying to pre-order all that stuff, and the time I got a handle on that, the GI Joe was coming right behind it. I was like, oh, I got out of time. <laughs> and then when I was finally done with everything, I was like, all right, work. What did you want? Oh, damn, there's a lot of stuff. That was not great, but it's all done. Should be so. Hopefully, got all my pre-orders in. And uh, yeah, like I said, a lot of exciting stuff. I'm I'm definitely liking the uh, liking the Fan First Friday way of getting news out there, since we obviously don't have San Diego Comic Con this year. So, come on, Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one not to get one. I mean, Transformers. This one was obviously much more exciting than the last Transformers. Blaster's getting a shirt. I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. He's also getting a shirt. I was like, mm. right. <laughs> having a blast. <laughs> yeah, it was. like I'm having a blast too. Not me. Works trying to make me do stuff. Uh, okay, so that's it for news. Unless you have anything else that I think I forgot. I don't remember anything else. If that is the case. <laughs> I saw this is random, but I saw a link go up for you know how they're redoing all those old Tiger Electronic games. Yeah, I think there was Transformers G two one so mm. that exists. If that's something that one cares about. Find it on your own. Mm. Now we're going to move into the episode reviews. We will start with Divide and Conquer, Episode Six, Season One, the Transformers Generation One. Um, this was a weird one. I think it's funny because the last episode when I talked about what we were going to watch next time, I completely forgot this episode existed. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we're watching Fire in the Sky and SOS Dinobots. And I was like, those are exciting. And then there's this one. Oh, yeah, we got this one, too. So fun fact, this is one of the ones that I own the giant FHE, like, big box uh, video cassette. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Those things were like the packaging was more fun than what you got because there's only one episode on that on that VHS. So you're literally paying like 20 bucks for or whatever at the time. But what I used to like to do, I would go into old VHS stores like when they were dying out, like rental places. There was one uh, near the shore where we used to go with my grandparents. Uh, and it was like before you got into town, there was this little VHS place. And I just went in there one day and I was like looking around. I'm like, any chance you want to just sell me these? And they're like, all right. <laughs> so I just walked out of there with like four or five of those Transformer giant. Because like I said, I just love the packaging so much. You know what I mean? I don't really care about the VHS, but uh, they always have like a comic on the back that like summarize the episode and that stuff's so much fun to me. But yeah, I used to this little mom and pop stores are just like, you're probably not, you don't rent these very often. They're like, yeah, you can buy it. I bought like Voltron from one place. It was awesome. Anyway. Um, there's not much to the episode, to be fair. They uh, The Decepticons attack for Energon, as per usual. I guess Prime gets there before everyone else can, so he fights off the Seekers and everybody by himself, and uh, they mess him up real good because he's on his own. And then they take him back to base, and they try to 
put them back together, but they need some component. And uh, so a small group of Autobots and Chip go to Cybertron. They, they get across the space bridge and uh, get the component and then come back and they save the day. Hooray. As if there was any doubt. Prime was, we like this Prime character, but he's only in the first six episodes. Sorry. It's just... <laughs> out it's a very run-of-the-mill episode not a ton happens it's like greatest hits you probably skip this one not that it's terrible but it's just you know it's it's very early on one-off plots that are i call them like throwaway plots where it's like you know if this episode never happened you wouldn't miss it so but it's all right you know it's all right but like they they're fixing Prime up, and then like Laserbeak comes in and shoots him. And the explosion that happens, he shoots him in the chest. It seems like it would take out the whole mountain. But then when the smoke clears, he's just like slightly more damaged. His chest still looks normal. And I'm like, what the hell was with that yeah, explosion? That, that was really screwed up. Like, he should be gone. He should just yeah, be the legs. His whole body explodes. And then they're just like, oh, he's got a scratch. And I'm like, all right. I don't know how that works. Okay. What was that explosion then? Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. It was a weird episode. Um, I think we said we were going to run through. and Oh, I have to mention, though, real quick. When the episode starts, you have the the narrator, whose voice I love, by the way. I can't – I feel like no one can replicate that voice. And whenever I think – like, it's just such a cool – you know, that guy doing the voiceovers. I love his voice. Anyway, he does this whole thing. There's people in the factory working, and he's like, the Decepticon. You know, the, and they had this weird The Enemy poster. <laughs> it's like, Megatron. Yeah, it's just so weird. It's like, it looks like an Uncle Sam poster or something, but like in, in reverse, because it's like The Enemy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird to me. Like, if a giant robot showed up and tried to kill me, I don't think I would need a poster to remind me that he's the bad guy. Like, I don't know. I think that would stick with you. It's just weird. I don't know. It's neat, but it's also weird. Did you want to talk about, you said you want to talk about some of the glitches and the continuity errors and whatnot? Yeah, um, there was a lot of them. Again. <laughs> I got I to do my two favorite shout outs real quick. Um, there's at one point where Prime's trailer, like the front of his trailer has a 45 degree angle and he looks like Star Convoy or something. He definitely looks like something out of a, it's like, it's, it's kind of, honestly. But it's definitely, I don't know where it came from. And the other one I love is the, like, <laughs> I don't even know this, like, Blue Streak transforms into this, like, auto boost. I don't even know. What it's <laughs> I don't know what this is. It looks like a VW bus. I don't even know. It's so <laughs> weird. It's really strange. It's obviously it's just something crudely drawn real fast because it only takes place for a second. But it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's really, really weird. <laughs> Only my two favorites, though. Honorable mention to uh, Blaker. Trail Trail Blaker. Trail Blaker. He's a millennial. He's a Trail Blaker. Um, <laughs> it's like it's a it's a black Ironhide. He looks like Trail Breaker, but Iron. It's like a Trail Breaker Ironhide fusion. Doesn't look bad. But it's definitely weird. That's my honorable mention. Go ahead, sorry. I, don't I, I like how the caption for that picture says so that's why movie Iron Knight is black. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it doesn't look bad, but... 
Uh, I mean, those were the biggest ones in terms of like animation glitches. Um, at least the ones that were standing up. There's a, there's a lot of them in here that are like, oh, this person talks when the other person talks because they did that all the time. I, I particularly like the one in here that just says, "Gah, Chip has no pupils as he accepts the mission to pick the lock on Wheeljack's lab." Um, yeah, Chip doesn't have a soul. It's fine. Um, but yeah, there's. That's how he's able to survive the acid rain. Yeah, he's, he's actually doesn't even exist. That's why he's fine. Uh, but yeah, the more interesting things are in the continuity here. Go ahead, read out your favorites. Um, <laughs> like the the first one is a good point, and I think this is gonna happen a lot in this show because it happens a lot in eighty shows in general. But it says, shouldn't a weapons factory have better defenses, <laughs> particularly against the enemy? That's the reason they're making the weapons in the first place. <laughs> that is true. You have a poster of him on your wall. You're very clear that he's the enemy, but you've done nothing to protect against him. Yeah, as long just, as I know he's just the kind enemy. of in the open. I guess you could fly right over. It's... The other one that I like is uh, when they <laughs> they all transform for the factory to meet up with Prime and Sunstreaker's there, and then when they get there, Sunstreaker doesn't show up. And I'm like, I guess he got distracted on the way. <laughs> he just took a U-turn. He was like, yeah, and you know what? I'm kind of going to go home. <laughs> doesn't show up. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, sorry. I'll just go with you halfway, then I get plans. Sorry, guys. I, I also like how the wiki has these, like, superhuman portions uh, yes. under Chip. Uh, Chip somehow knows how to find the space bridge better than Optimus can, since Chip thinks to use Telchen 1, a tactic that somehow escaped Prime. I don't understand, like, why... I forget, like, Prime just goes, well, I have to go look, and he just, like, leaves to go searching around. That's how... Because he's out searching when he gets the call. That's how he gets to the fight before everyone else because he's already out but you're right chip just goes well let's just use teletran i'm like why didn't anyone suggest that to optimus like two hours ago then you wouldn't even be in this mess you wouldn't be all messed up on the table right now <laughs> uh and we we talked about this heavily in the commentary but chip is immune to cybertronian acid rain somehow <laughs> and Literally, so is his wheelchair that's the thing that doesn't make sense. If it's, if it's just affects metal, why wouldn't it take out his wheelchair? Um, that one's great. And then we we talked about this too, but Spike rather effortlessly has Jazz's six foot long metal gunner. It's true. He's just picking it up. Also, he gets like bitch slapped by Ravage, and he's fine. And I'm like, eh, I'd be like they getting hit with a truck, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shrug it off. Just shrug it off. It's fine. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do more continuity notes. Yeah, they talk about Prime's laser core, which I guess is the precursor to the spark, because they don't use the term spark anymore. Or not yet, I should say. Um, yes, that's true. We get to see the the tetrahedral seekers. Like in the in the three part opener, mm -hmm. it also shows that they haven't come up with the matrix yet. 
yeah. wanted to know that. And I'm like, yeah, they didn't create that till the movie. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't exist. You have to mention that they steal all the Star uh, Wars sounds. Always. Swing, diving, wine, and a lightsaber. I love the lightsaber sound. They use that a lot. I would say like the TIE fighter sounds and the lightsaber like waving sound they use a lot yeah have anything else before we move on to the next one Braun really is a dumbass to not notice laser being sitting on his shoulder <laughs> that's not really trivia but all right <laughs> but trivia Braun is a dumbass <laughs> that's trivia not all trivia on this thing um but no that uh, that's it for me. It was a pretty. Yeah, it was. So. Yeah, Next one, seven fire in the sky. My boy, Skyfire. And I'll be honest, I've always thought Skyfire is a better name than Jetfire. I don't know why. I just I always think it's cooler. Um, there's a lot of controversy surrounding that. Like, they licensed the Robotech toy for Jetfire. I think everyone knows that. They cho- apparently I was reading the notes on this episode and it says that they did some of the episode calling him Jetfire, then they decided to change it to Skyfire and had to redub the episode or those lines at least, re-record them. I don't know why. I guess so. What I do know is they had the rights to make the toy, but they didn't have the rights to animate the toy for the show because Robotech was, I think, either airing at the same time or Macross was or something, but they didn't have the rights to show that toy in the cartoon, which is why his animation model looks so different from the toy. So that explains that. Why they had to change the name, I don't know. Don't because they made up the name Jetfire, no connection to Macross or Robotech for that. So I'm not really sure if they just figured, well, kids will get confused. Why are they both called Jetfire, but they don't look anything alike? So they decided to change the name. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like. I feel like they're both big jets. I mean, it. Yeah, they don't look alike, but it, I mean, it wasn't a huge departure. It's not like one was a tank and one was a plane. Yeah. Color scheme, like it's not that crazy. Yeah, I I don't know. Oh, the toy that just came out—that's still called Jetfire, right? Yeah. Class. Yeah, I don't know if they even have the name Skyfire anymore. Yeah, I don't know. But I I mean, to me, I'll always call him Skyfire. And when they announced at uh, Toy Fair last year that they were making one that actually looked like the cartoon model, I was so psyched. Not that I have anything against Robotech. I just... when I was a kid, mm-hmm. so I was only vaguely aware that it existed, and then when I saw Robotech, Robotech, then I've ever had it as Transformers. So then when I kind of learned, relearned about it later on, and realized what was going on, I'm like, oh, Jetfire's just Robotech. I don't want that. You know what I mean? Like, like, part of me would want it, but only because then I would use it as Macross. So, like, I don't know. The whole thing is weird to me. But I was so excited because I've always been a big fan of the 
robot design and the vehicle design and the name sky, like everything having to do with the cartoon version of this character, the name, the design, everything. So I was so pumped when they, when they made that commander class figure, I love it to death. So <laughs> I absolutely uh, was psyched when they announced that, but um, yeah, anyway, we should probably get into the episode, but so I don't remember. Oh, I do remember. So the Decepticons start uh, like drilling into the core to steal energy, which causes the planet to, instead of just randomly explode, which is what would probably happen if you dr- somehow were able to drill into the... I mean, honestly, <laughs> anything a human tried to take to the core of the Earth would probably melt before you could even get halfway there. But maybe oh, yeah. the Cybertronians can gather it. I don't know. They get to the core of the Earth, and it's made out of, like, weird kryptonite. I don't know what the hell's going on, but that's what it looks like to me. So then they just, yeah, like... Yeah, it was, it was really weird. I didn't fucking understand it at all. So the core of the Earth is apparently kryptonite. You right. just jam a tube into it, and somehow you siphon energy out of it. And none of it makes sense. Because of this, it's, you know, just making the whole temperature of the planet go down. So it's snowing in the desert, and nobody knows what's going on. And, uh... They go to find the source of the problem, and the Decepticons find buried in the ice Skyfire. And they thaw him out, and um, Starscream says that he knows him. The two of them came to Earth a while ago on, like, an expedition. And in this in this flashback, he's the Earth jet, which makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Think- like, <laughs> it, it's really funny. Like, la- uh, last episode, we just talked about how we saw the Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-Tetra-
In an introduction? I was going to say introduce and introduction, and I say introduction? Really? Oh, got an introduction? Um, dude, do yeah. Um, so the first introduction of Skyfire, which I think is a fun character, and he's so big compared to the others that there's a couple oh scenes where they're, like, they're in a cave, and he just like pokes his head in like this little hole. Hello. This makes me laugh. He's like, what's up, Just want to introduce myself. I'm ever an introduction. My name's Skyfire. My name's Skyfire. No idea what accent I'm doing, but he's like slightly Irish or Scottish. That's it. That's it. This is not Megalotopo. He is not Scottish. <laughs> Cybertron Bulkhead. Is that what he's called? Bulkhead? Uh in the, the Cybertron character, yeah. He was like the leader? I, I think he was no, not the leader, the the the, the, the green helicopter that was clearly modeled after Springer. Oh, that's Energon. Mm, oh, Cybertron. yep, yep, nope, that right, yep, that checks. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we understand why I was confused. Okay, um, okay, my bad. Anyway. Just had the wrong character. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, right? This is Reed Dar- Reese Darby. How do I say his name? Fan from uh, Ultron. How do I say his name? <laughs> I think it's Rise. Maybe. Mr. Darby. I don't know. Mr. Darby. Mr. Darby. Anyway, it's a good episode. Um, it's fun to see a new character introduced. It's fun because of how gigantic he is. He's yeah. like precursor to a Gestalt team, kind of, because he's so big. Um, I think it's fun that they made the toy with the changing faction symbol so you can have him be a Decepticon. Yeah, no, that's great. Like, everything about the Siege Skyfire is fantastic. Like, they just knocked it out of the park with that toy. I love it to death. Agreed. Man, I I just said in greed. I can't talk at all. I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, in greed. (laughs) Please hold while I have a stroke, and I'll be right back. (laughs) Um, yeah. So... Autobots mourn Skyfire's heroic sacrifice. He's not dead. <laughs> anyway, um, go down into glitches. Like I, I, one thing that we we pointed out several times in the uh, the watch long, but like Skyfire, his faction symbol, even when it was a Decepticon, kept turning red all the time. Yeah, that's true. It was foreshadowing. <laughs> Guess so, yeah. Uh, Skip down. There's so many, like, like I said, the animation ones. I feel like we point out while we do the. Yeah, and like Skyfire in general is like his scale keeps changing all the time. Like, one time he'll be freaking huge, and then the other time he'll just be bigger than everyone else by a bit. There's, I think, in Fire in the Sky when he transforms, like several of them ride inside him, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they do that with Astro Train too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I love that size um, shift. But the the continuity errors. Uh, this this episode's basic premise is one of the most bizarre and scientifically ludicrous conceits <laughs> ever created by the cartoon, namely the idea that draining the energy of the Earth's core would somehow severely and instantly affect its climate causing plummeting temperatures worldwide if internal heat generates the planet's climate why would there be a big big frozen zones at the poles doesn't earth actually have a big external heat source that would offset the devastating loss of this 
<laughs> the whole thing is just so absurd. And that's not even getting into the fact that the Earth's core is apparently just kryptonite. So Exactly. I don't know what's going on with that. Oh, what exactly do green crystals have to do with the Earth's core? Is the next thing. <laughs> uh very true and then here's the as the global average temperature has dropped by 40 degrees to put that in context the average temperature was about eight degrees less than the current the present day during the last ice age (laughs) (laughs) Uh, someone forgot that the seekers have a pre-earth design That's exactly what we talked about that. The Autobots can apparently drive from the United States to the Arctic in a fairly short amount of time. When they're like, roll out. And I'm like, how are you guys getting to the... All right, let's see. All right. I can talk about it. Don't you know Canada connects to the Arctic Circle, you know? Do they go to the North Pole or do they go to the South Pole? I thought it was the North Pole, but I don't remember. That's fine. It's one of the polls. They either went to Canada or Mexico. Well, does it say it right here? It just says Arctic, so that would be North. You got it, Chief. Yup. <laughs> Where did Skyfire get this whole evil Autobots notion anyway? Did he miss the whole conquer the universe bit in Megatron speech? <laughs> it's kind of true. He's like, yeah, this is what we do. And, oh, yeah, that's normal. That's what That's what you do. That's good stuff. <laughs> More Star Wars sound effects. Millennium Falcon engine burst. Death Star super laser. Exploding X-Wing fighter. Clashing lightsabers. TIE fighter roar. They're all over the place. Yeah, this Star one was full of them. <laughs> this is where it talks about they did some of the episode with his original name, Jetfire. Again, don't know why. This was the first episode to have Transform and Roll Out as the phrase. There you go. Without like added bits to it. Uh, I guess uh, I like this. Although the series is admittedly never completely consistent with surroundings of Autobot headquarters, the type of cactus scene in the opening of this episode is a saguaro. This particular cactus is often depicted as a visual shorthand for American Southwest. It is actually native to the Sonoran Desert, giving support to the Fight Super Robot Lifeform Transformers manga claim that Autobot headquarters is located in Arizona. So there you go. (laughs) If you don't get a laugh out of Megatron nonchalantly beating Starscream with an Energon Cube, there's no hope for you. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I really like this episode. This is like if I'm rewatching season one, I usually go back to this one just because, again, like I said, I like Skyfire and it's fun to get a new oh, character. Yeah, I, I would never miss this episode either because, like, yeah, I, Skyfire is one of my favorite Transformers. So, uh, this, is a, this is a big one for me, even though it's full of weird errors and it's really stupid. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, not a lot happens. But, you know, it's just their latest Energon stealing scheme, plus you get a new Transformer introduced. And plus it's nice because it's the first, like, support for the Autobots because up to this point, they really don't have any flying vehicles. So that's something that I think will come into play later on. Yeah. Now, 
Dinobots. 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 So it's Dinobots. Obviously, this is one of my, certainly one of my favorites from season one. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Can't go wrong with some Dinobots. So uh, this is episode eight, SOS Dinobots. Obviously, we had some Diaclone. Uh, were they Diaclone or were they Mike? They might have been Microman. Uh, I think it was Diaclone. But I will check. In any case, we had some Japanese dinosaur robots to work into the show, so I want to build them. Uh, basically, they... I forget. Is there an earthquake or something? Somehow they find a like a air pocket in this volcano of a, like a secret, you know... <laughs> air space. pocket in this volcano. Well, I mean, it's like it's a volcano, so you'd think it'd just be solid rock, except for the parts that are filled with lava, but apparently there's just this little bone chamber that they stumble upon. <laughs> oh, we found the Ark's bone chamber. <laughs> it's true. And so they find all these dinosaur bones, and then they're like, well, what the hell is all this it, about? It was so... Diaclone. It was part of Diaclone's Dinosaur okay. Robo series. There you go. So um, Spike teaches them about dinosaurs they go to the museum uh and then they decide that they want to build some because that's the next logical step obviously uh so ratchet and uh wheeljack being the science guys uh build these dinobots now what i find interesting and this comes into play later on um because they're built on earth i think the reason like obviously they gave them like stupid personalities because you know dinosaurs were believed to be stupid back then especially back then because their brains were thought to be so small you know this is all pre-jurassic park so everyone thought their tails dragged on the ground and they were all really stupid so i think they gave them stupid personalities to fit that which makes sense but if you also think of the fact that they weren't given sparks by vector sigma they're not technically like alive they're just kind of like drones almost that wheeljack built yeah it's kind of weird to think about it like that um but i know in a future episode um they talk about how there's like an element cybertronium that the dinobots don't have because they're built on earth so they don't break down when everyone starts running out of it but it's just weird to me the whole because i think in the comics what they did was the dinobots came with them on the ark and then they woke the Ark woke them up early to guard it. And then that's why they took dinosaur alt modes, because at the time that's what was on the planet. So they're like the precursor to Beast Wars, basically. Um Yeah, pretty much. So and I think they fight Shockwave. I think Shockwave for some reason they all fall into like a tar pit. I don't know, I have to go back and read it. It's the old Marvel comics, but um it's a neat idea. Whereas here they just build them and they're not like full on, like obviously they get more personality as time goes on, but either way, they're robotic dinosaurs. You can't go wrong. So they build them. They have them do a demonstration. They go berserk, mess up the arc, blow everything up. And uh, what I think is funny is the whole time they're rampaging, everyone's shooting them and trying to stop them. And then just like, they're like, well, I guess it's time to stop. And like, Wheeljack just shoots him with some waves off his gun for like two seconds and they all just stop immediately. I'm like, why did you let them rampage for 10 minutes before you did that? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, sir. Like, as soon he, as it starts, really wanted out, to see what damage they would do first. Yeah. So, anyway, he gets them to stop and then, you know, Dino, or Optimus Prime's like, fuck that, sets her top of him hat, throws him in the, throws him in the, uh, 
back in the cave where the bones were and they close it up and they're like, that was a failed experiment. You know, the, the test went so terrible. For them. They, no, they're just kind of sitting there and they're just like, okay, bye. And then they cover the well, table. The thing that's so funny is, so when they first start, they show them in robots and they have them transform. When they put them in the cave, the way they draw them is like <laughs> the cutest way you could draw them where they don't even have like legs. They're just their like little torsos <laughs> just like arcing out of dirt with just their head like sitting there all sad. And I'm like, they look like finger puppets or something. I don't know yeah. what the hell is going on. It's like the cutest, saddest way they could animate them so that it's like, oh, time to bury you alive now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's so awkward. Anyway, so they do that, and then um, Decepticons attack a damn thing again, looking for Energon. The Autobots go to stop them, but they get caught, and uh, Wheeljack realizes that the only thing they can do is send the Dinobots. So even though Prime told them not ever to be reactivated, they do it anyway. He comes up with something to make them a little bit smarter, so they're not so, like, feral, for lack of a better term. Uh, yeah. My favorite part is when they're flying there and I um, can't remember if Sludge says it. I think Sludge says it to Slag and he goes, which one's friends? And Slag says, one's with face like this, I think. And he points to the Autobot symbol and Sludge <laughs> just goes, all right. And just goes with it. <laughs> all right. It's such a great stupid throwaway line, but it makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> which one's friends? I like how the picture of that on the wiki just says rub signs save lives. It's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, and then the fight with the Dinobots obviously is is wonderful. They fight off the Decepticons. And like <laughs> Megatron gets shot in the gut and then he goes down and he's like, Whoa. <laughs> like he just got like, oh my god, it's so funny. And the other thing is, anytime Star, like, Megatron could stub his toe and Starscream's like, I'm the leader now. I'm the leader now. I'm like, all he did was fall down for a second. He's not dead. <laughs> the opportunity just jumps up. Mighty Megatron has stubbed his toe. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the fight's great. The Decepticons eventually uh, retreat, and Optimus allows the Dinobots to stick around. Because they, uh, you know, saved the day. But I have to. So before the Dinobots get there, all the Autobots are like chained to the wall with these weird Energon ropes. And Prime is just straight blue. Everything about him, his body, his head, his hands, straight blue. I don't know why. They cut away. They come back, still blue. I don't know what the heck's going on. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, I guess someone just got lazy. They're just like, I could do different colors, but. The blue's already in my hand. I don't know. I'm just gonna. Go <laughs> yeah, on. no. I this this is fine. All my other, all my other pencils or pens or whatever they use to color, they're all they're all empty. Let's just use this blue. <laughs> it's good. But, uh, Can't wait for that recolor. Generations <laughs> after Sleepy Time Prime, it's all blue Prime. <laughs> ready. Anyway, it's a great episode. I mean, Dinobots are super fun, and the episode in general is fun and watching them kind of run amok and then fight the Decepticons is always a good time. So I love it. It's definitely one of my favorites. Pretty soon. It's actually kind of funny because, and I know I want to actually get this right this time, but for our next episode, we'll be watching uh, fire on the mountain, which is Skyfire comes right back. Like I said, <laughs> 
not dead. We we pull them right back out. And then after that is War of the Dinobots, where we get two new Dinobots. So this <laughs> section of your DVD is very Skyfire and Dinobots heavy, and I'm here for it. That's what right. I'm trying to say. Same. It was it was worth the last like three episodes being trash to get to some double yeah. Skyfire and yeah, Dinobot action. Because I've seen it so many times, it's just iconic at this point. Then you, know, you have Transport to Oblivion. Okay, you're introducing the Space Bridge. Then you get to roll for it. You're like, uh, and then by the time you get to Divide and Conquer, you're like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, I don't care anymore. And then like, no, but wait, the next one's Skyfire. You're like, okay. And then you have a really nice run of Skyfire and Dinobots just alternating just until, you know, you get to the ultimate doom. Um, which is another one of those ones that, like, I don't watch very often, but it's a three-parter, so it's fairly significant. And then the one that takes place right after the Ultimate Doom kind of also ties into it. It's almost like a part four, but, like, not in name. So, and then that pretty much takes you, like, to Heavy Metal War, and that's the end of the season. Or, yeah, it's the end of the season, so um, it's going to be coming up pretty pretty quickly here, but... Uh, let's see. Let's go through some of these coloring errors here. Um, they talk about Wheeljack's ears, like those things on the side of his face, flash orange instead of blue, which is true. And I guess they used all the blue on Prime, so they couldn't make his things flash blue like they usually do. There's a lot of coloring mistakes on this. Holy yeah, crap. There's, oh, well, yeah, there's that's a lot. <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's clearly isn't with the group that enters the cave, yet he abruptly pops up out of nowhere to say his line. You gotta love jazz, though. And whatever punishment you had in mind, Bumblebee is missing his insignia, has yellow cheeks instead of white, and appears to have borrowed bumpers rectangular chest. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of animation uh, yeah. in this episode. There's... I like how there's this little chunk where it's just talking about how there wasn't a bronze sword. <laughs> there was. They brought it back. Like on, back and forth on that on display at the museum that they were at. Oh, at the museum. I was going to say, um, you know, like in real life, they say like, there wasn't a brontosaurus. It was an allosaurus or a brachiosaurus. And then they're like, no, actually, we re-looked at it. There is a brontosaurus. And I'm like, okay, good, because I like it. It's my favorite one. It's just fun to say. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. So my in my headcanon, brontosaurus exists. <laughs> I don't care. Don't at me. <laughs> in my headcanon of real life. Dinosaur <laughs> like continuity errors why didn't wheeljack just give him the cognitive upgrades from the beginning i don't know it's a very good question yeah or or even if they didn't have him built at least think about doing it <laughs> the dinobots can fly that's fun what is it about falling into the river that is so devastating to the autobots we've seen that autobots can deal with being in the water uh, is it possible that the fall itself damaged them, but the Autobots are clearly shown struggling down in the water? Then again, Optimus Prime needs Jazz help to escape the rushing water and more than meets the eye part two. I just, they go back and forth like they can float or not. I'm like, they're metal. They really shouldn't be able to float. So I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. I like how the very bottom of this continuity thing, it says, what makes Starscream the leader? Megatron's loss is equilibrium. 
<laughs> it is true. They go like, I don't know why, but I'm okay with the Dinobots being able to fly. Um, because they're like different from the regular Autobots. Or like if I was going to build my own Autobots, I would give them things that I don't have. Do you know what I mean? So like, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get you. It's like, that's just, that's something that they've had from now until forever. Like they've never taken it away from them. So it's the one time they were consistent with that. That's why I'm okay with it. <laughs> I don't know. It's good though. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Rhino DVD release. No, I don't care about that. Plague of Insecticons coming at some point too. I think that's towards the end. It says right here, Dinobots are also shown to be able to fly in robot mode under their own power. They will consistently retain this ability all the way through season two and the movie. There you go. At least they're consistent with this one. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, powers and gadgets. Megatron actually refers to his fusion cannon by name. Laserbeak does not appear, but is mentioned as Megatron credits him for gathering intelligence. Uh, do, 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 do. Rumble gets hit by Sledge's earthquake while using his pile drivers, <laughs> causing them to break off. <laughs> real uh, world I love that picture for some reason. Yes, I also like this real world reference. Dinosaurs, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaurs, obviously. Uh, Star Wars sound effects: Death Star turbo laser, repelling speeder bolts with his lightsaber, clashing lightsabers, more lightsabers. They they love the lightsaber sound. True. Talks about how the dinosaurs are out outdated by today's standards. Sluggish, tail dragging, cold blooded. Yep, that's what I said. That's everything I said. Uh, the brontosaurus, Triceratops, and Tyrannosaurus. In reality, Brontosaurus lived in the Jurassic period, while Triceratops and Tyrannosaurus lived during the Cretaceous period. So basically, they're separated by millions of years, but apparently in the cartoon, that doesn't matter. But they do acknowledge that the brontosaurus is real, so I win again. <laughs> uh, this was one of the six episodes featured on the Revenge of the Fallen console game and the three of the PSP game. What? I guess they just had them as... You can just watch episodes? That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, by this episode, Masterpiece Ironhide. Included with Masterpiece Ironhide is a wrist-mounted sonar dish as well as a readout image of a dinosaur bones that can be slipped behind his windshield based on the tool. Oh, that's cool. It's a Basically, it's a feature where they included with the Masterpiece where, because he, like, you know, tries to get a readout of what's behind the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Goes up in his like chest window for a second. The uh, oh. the things that the masterpiece line does for one-off episode things is hysterical to me. I love it. Yeah, like the way Prime has that pull his head off in its star scream. That yeah. happened for two <laughs> seconds. Really put a lot into that. 
Uh, I suppose that is why they're called masterpieces. So. Yeah. The Iron Hide's really good. There was a point where they stopped, like they were like really great for what you paid, and it was kind of a nice balance. And then all of a sudden, they just went way too hard on the money and started breaking all the time. <laughs> so yeah. I don't remember exactly what the tipping point is, but I feel like it was around. Masterpiece Beast Wars Megatron, I want to say. Because I feel like Cheetor and Primal were fine. I never opened Dinobot, but I feel like Beast Wars Megatron was the one that everyone was afraid was going to break, and he was crazy. Like, Dinobot was kind of expensive, but he was like right on the cusp compared to like how big he was. And I don't remember a lot of people having trouble with him breaking, yeah. at least. It was kind of like the last problematic. say about SOS Dinobots? Solid episode. Mostly because of Dinobots and I love the Dinobots. <laughs> right, well like I said, next time we'll be doing uh, Fire on the Mountain and War of the Dinobots and we're only going to do two episodes next time because then it goes into the Ultimate Doom three-parter which we're going to do all together in the episode after that. And then uh, we're pretty much getting towards the end of the season after the ultimate doom three-parter is countdown to extinction, which like I said, is kind of like a part four because I think that weird scientist is still in it, but he's hanging out with Starscream now. Um, and then after that, you get plague of the insecticons and then heavy metal war. And then that's it. So basically what we'll do is the next episode will be fire on the mountain and war of the dinobots. Then we're going to do the ultimate uh, Doom three-parter, and then we'll finish off the season with Countdown to Extinction, Plague of the Insecticons, and Heavy Metal War. So three more episodes, and uh, we're done. We're done on this season already. Hell yeah. Ignore the fact that it's a short season. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that we didn't actually do it yet. but <laughs> that, that too, but you know. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I don't remember the Ultimate Doom very much, but I know the next episode is going to have some good episodes, and I know um, the last episode is going to have some good episodes, so pretty excited. And then Season 2 is a lot of fun as well. Start to get some new characters and crazy stuff. second half of Season 2 is is pretty amazing. So, excited about that. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else you want to add for the episode reviews in general, or...? Uh, no. I mean, it started off bad, but the two episodes after that were great, so... <laughs> All right. <Alice> is out. <laughs> All right, so then uh, we'll get ready to wrap up. I will say that if you'd like to follow us uh, on Twitter, it's at TeletranFun with two A's. Um, you can send us an email at TeletranFunPodGmail.com and that's pretty much it. We don't really... I didn't bother to make a Facebook page for this, because... Facebook is garbage, so just follow us on Twitter. You come say hi. Uh, We are officially on iTunes now. Hooray. We made it. Uh, So you can check us out on iTunes. Uh, You can listen to us right on Anchor. You can, I think, Spotify and um, the other ones, the other big one. Google, whatever Uh, whatever the Google thing is. Google. 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 He's got the Google. The Google. Google Podcast. I don't know. I just said Google 20 times. I hope you got the point. (laughs) In any case, uh, so yeah, we should be fairly accessible now. So 
Like I said, every episode will be in two parts. Part A will be the commentary. Part B will be the reviews slash news slash pickups. So, uh, you know, definitely check it out. And if you want to give us uh, reviews on iTunes or wherever else, that helps us out too. So, uh, yeah, uh, definitely check us out. And I already said, send us an email. Did we have any emails? I didn't think to ask. Um... Uh, no. Not yet, bro. Um, so that's going to do it. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on social medias and whatnot? You can find me on Twitter at Collector Shuki. And that's it, really. (laughs) (laughs) That is it. Um, yes, you can find me on Twitter at CLong83, the letter C. O-N-G-83. Um, my YouTube, youtube.com slash longstoys. Uh, I also have Instagram that I don't use very much, at longstoys. My Facebook is at longstoys. Twitch is twitch.tv.longstoys. I've been trying to use that a little bit more often, uh, playing Mega Man and some other retro stuff just for fun. I mean, I'm, I'm no speedrunner or anything like that. I'm quite terrible, but just hang out and, and talk to people <laughs> while I play. It's fun. Um, I think that's it for the moment. I have a Discord. You can find the link to that in my Twitter bio. Uh, I think that's about everything. So interact with us, send us emails, hang out. We like talking to people, especially about Transformers. So um, I guess that's pretty much it. Do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Uh, nope. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs> I think it's time to transform. And roll out. We'll see you next time.